0: This is a production of the Jesus Name Network. Welcome to That That Pentecostal Podcast. Podcast. Philippians 1 says, for me to live is Christ and to die is gain. We've heard so many takes on this scripture and work events that to live is Christ and to die is gain. However, it seems in Western culture that we have forgotten what living is Christ actually means because we live for so many things today. We live for career and family and friends and sports and school, but none of that is our purpose. As Christians, if we are living, we have a purpose. So in 2022, we started seeing these stunning images from the James Webb telescope, which peers into deep space. And if you're into astrophysics and cosmology, not astrology, like I am, you're probably with me in the excitement that you get when you look at these images, but along with that excitement comes something a little bit deeper. And that is all, all that this vast expense that was created by God. And we are just getting to be a small part out of it, but therein is the problem. When we gaze at the heavens and see these stunning images of nebulas and distant planets and universes, we compare it to our insignificance. We look at these images and think, wow, we are smaller than ants in this universe. We are a blip on the radar. John, when he began writing his gospel, did not begin with the birth of Christ. He began with creation by the word of God. John 1 1 through 4 says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. Paul would take this thought a little bit deeper in first Colossians or in Colossians 1, verses 15 through 17. Says, He is the image of the invisible God. The firstborn of of all creation. For by him all things were created, in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, all things were created through him and for him. And he is before all things, and in him all things hold together. You see, the universe and all that is in it was not created to compare it back to us. The heavens declare God's handy work. The earth and all its creation and all its processes declare God's handiwork. Everything in this vast suspense was created for Christ, for the glory, for the honor, for the power. But what does that actually mean, for Christ? In science, we often hear that earth had just the right conditions to allow creation, support, and sustainment of life. So if you go back to Colossians 1 and 17, it says, And he is before all things, and in him all things hold together. Everything derives its life from Christ. Everything is supported by him. But in mankind, we find that his life was not just moving and breathing. It is light. It is hope. It is power. It's restoration. It's knowledge. You see, we talk about how earth had just the right conditions, but God in Romans 5 and 6 says, For while we were still weak at the right time, Christ died for the ungodly. At the right time. While we were yet sinners, yet enemies of God, Christ died at the right time to create a path of eternal life for humankind. Because dying is gain is pretty well firmly established. But living is Christ? When Paul spoke these words, He had endured terrible tragedies and beatings. He recorded in Galatians 6 and 14, But far be it from me to boast except in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, by which the world has been crucified to me and I to the world. Living in Christ means that you have crucified the world to yourself and yourself to the world. The cross, an instrument devised for the most excruciating of deaths, is not just our symbol, it is our call. Living as Christ is picking up your cross. Living as Christ means everything you are and all you do points back to the cross. Your purpose, your passion, everything you are in life is found in the cross first. You can try living outside of it. You can try beating it. You can try any other philosophical way to get around it. But your life is Christ means that you are crucified to this world. It means glory, glorying in the cross not in your works, not in your ability, not in your knowledge, not in your adherence to religious law. It means full reliance upon Christ as your source and your refuge, not as your lifeline, because apart from the cross, there is only judgment. But within the cross, there is hope, there is joy, there is life everlasting. To the Greek, the philosopher and the boastful of their wisdom, it's foolishness, and to the Jew, the litigious and the reasoned, It's a stumbling block because it is crazy to think that such a horrible, dishonorable death would ever give life. That's where we are, though. The cross is the beginning of our lives. It's not the end to a godly and honorable life. The grave is our victory. It's not our defeat. So in all you do, let your passion find itself first in the glory of the cross of Jesus Christ lifting it up as an emblem of hope and peace because it is because apart from the cross the gospel we would not truly live to our potential i just want to leave you with this verse colossians 1 18 through 20 says and he is the head of the body the church he is the beginning first born from the dead that in everything he might be preeminent For in him the fullness of God was pleased to dwell, and through him to reconcile to himself all things, whether on earth or in heaven, making peace by the blood of his cross. Thank you for listening to that Pentecostal podcast. Catch us every Monday. And if you like this content, we go a little bit deeper over at the GSTM News Podcast. So check us out there everywhere you get your podcast. Again, thank you for listening.